With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the rundown with Rob Sanders. Well, we're waiting. Welcome into the rundown, the Tuesday edition here on Fox Sports Radio 1400, around the world on the iHeartRadio app. My name is Rob Sanders. I like to bring people in that are smart and know more about uh, stuff than I do, so I head out to the phones. And I welcome in from the fifth quarter postgame show on our sister station, News Radio 560 WVOC and 103.5 FM as well. And of course, the voice of the Lexington County Blowfish, Justin Hall. Justin, good afternoon, man. How are you? I am doing well. I, I did not know I was smarter than you. I don't think that's necessarily the case. <laughs> I, I would uh, like I to. I would like to think that you are smarter than me in some things. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't, I'm, butter, I'm not going to try to match yeah, which uh, with you on uh, on certain baseball stuff. So maybe that's just some too much of a. They use the term in wrestling, Mark. You ever heard the term Mark? A wrestling yep. Mark. Yep. Yeah, that that's me in baseball. That's what I am. I'm like, oh, the Braves are the best team ever, and I really don't want to hear anybody else tell me different. I don't really care that the Yankees won 22 titles. I don't want to talk about that. No one cares about that. That's in the American League. They use the DH. The DH is for for teams that don't want to let their pitchers uh, hit. I mean, who, that's not real baseball. That's like beer league softball. I mean, that's the kind of stuff exactly. that I bring you on, on baseball. You're not supposed to say exactly. You're supposed to tell me that, Rob, the DH is something that's going to happen across baseball, and you should just deal with it. That's what you're supposed to do as the man of reason here, sir. It's going to happen across baseball, but that doesn't mean I have to like it, Rob. Listen, it's going to happen because baseball has to sell tickets and because it's super boring, and I'm quoting people there. And so they need offense, and people, I guess the higher-ups in the suits, think that offense means people want to watch. But they don't take into account the baseball purists like ourselves who would prefer to watch the nine-hole hitter being the pitcher in the playoff game. Should we pull him? He's really rolling on the mound. That's what I enjoy. But, yes, you're right. Uh, the DH will become universal. Also, I will play the heel uh, amongst Braves fans, as always, and usually downplay their success. Well, thank you for that, but I'd rather watch Greg Maddox pitch than watch Barry Bonds hit homers. There you go. I said, Right, of course. <laughs> anyway, that's two guys that are retired. I'm showing my age so bad. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some realistic stuff here. We'll talk football in a moment, but... Um, what exactly is going on with the Lexington and Blowfish? I mean, because it's uh, this is it's uh, not to say I try to look for the bright side in everything. If we get to a point where we can have some baseball, uh, maybe the only show in town for a while could be the Lexington and Blowfish. That that's right, and and as of right now, um, the, our, our league, the Coastal Plain League, is continuing to monitor the situation. Our season is set to begin on Thursday, May 28th at 7.05 here in Lexington against the Gastonia Grizzlies. We're still pushing forward as that date is going to happen. Um, we are not um, secondary, nothing like that. We're pushing forward as that date being the date of opening night. Our league is continuing to monitor it. We're continuing to monitor the situation. Obviously, Rob, we talked about this a week or two ago. 
And things have changed so much since then. And so it's an ever-changing event. It's evolving. And so we're monitoring as best we can. But right now, you're, you're right. These college kids haven't played a college season. Um, we could be the only show in town. Uh, minor league baseball, major league baseball, not really sure when they're going to come back. They're juggling a lot of options. Right now, our league is just being pragmatic and looking at all different ventures and different avenues. And right now, we're planning on May 28th being the sixth season in Lexington County and the and the 15th overall of Blowfish Baseball, which is just kind of hard to believe. Well, just, just for folks that don't know much about the Coastal Plains League, it is a wood bat league. How many games is a, is a, is a season in the league? Uh, typically... 50 to 52 kind of depends on the year. So this year our season will start on May 28th. It will end uh, on that first weekend of August. So August the 1st, I believe, is that last date. And then we have a week's worth of playoffs, which are one-off game, one-off game, and then a three-game championship series. So about 52 games, about 28 or so home games for each team kind of depends on if you have any exhibitions and things of that sort. So it's about a 52-game season. So uh, we run basically the entire month of June and July, and we kick it off on Memorial Day, and we got to get these kids back on campus for, for college. we got to end the season about the second week of August. Do you think you'll have a higher level of talent this year in the CPL than you would normally have with uh, without the college baseball season taking place? A uh, higher level of talent? I what, what I mean by what I mean by that. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the young men that are playing there, but I'm just saying you may have sure. more Power Five players than you would normally have uh, in the league that that would normally maybe not be playing due to pitching counts and things like that. That's that's actually a great point. And what we've discovered, and for the last two years, this being my second year with it, um, I the fourth season overall. Uh, this is my second year of doing that kind of that player personnel and getting contracts sent out and working with our coaching staff to figure out who we want to sign and things of that sort. And what we've noticed is before the before the COVID nineteen pandemic really cranked up and games started to get canceled and seasons and sports and so on and so forth. Um, teams were pretty much locked into where they were sending guys. Then you get to this happening. Their seasons are wiped away. They're not going to play. And now we have guys who, I mean, I'm just off the top of my head, I'll name some, some schools. You're talking Lander. You're talking USC Upstate, Citadel, College of Charleston, Charleston Southern, who their Friday, Saturday, Sunday guys have not gotten any innings in. So now they're sending, even those, you know, I say lower tier, we're not talking Carolina Clemson, we're talking Citadel, but those teams are wanting to send their weekend guys. And so you're seeing now Power 5 schools, want, hey, we need to send our pitchers here um, to get them some reps. They're no longer going to be under those strict innings limits like they would have been had they thrown uh, X number of pitches or X number of innings during the spring. So I think what you're going to see is you're going to see a um, – when our season starts, you're going to see a hungrier – uh, group of guys than you normally would. They're not going to be tired after a, a a long college season in the heat in the summer. You're going to see them want to get out there and want to play the game they love. They got taken away from them by no fault of their own, no fault of anybody else's. They're going to want to play and play hard. And I think that, and I, and I agree with you, that, that creates a higher level of talent just because they're all out ready to play. So you're seeing a a big response in our league from the teams that we work with closely and the teams that we have great relationships with. They're like, hey, we want to send more guys to you. We want to get more and more guys into your program just because you are running, you know, you're running the only baseball we've got this calendar year right now. 
have other coaches um, have teams like uh, you mentioned the Citadel and stuff like that offered to send uh, coaches to come there and get some extra work as well? Uh, coaches, not so much, simply because coaching staffs are usually going to be in place by the um, by the fall right. uh, for most teams in our league. Uh, either it's holdovers from the year before that, that are going to come back and coach again, or you make that new hire and you announce it as we did. Uh, we announced Matt Padgett as our new head coach, former Clemson standout and, and former minor, minor leaguer for about 13 years. We announced him in August. Um, so... We're we're already ahead of the game there. Most teams are usually on those coaching changes. Um, we, you know, you. It's possible. I I won't speak for other teams, um, but we haven't had anybody reach out to us saying, "Hey, you know, I was a D two coach at X school, and I need, uh, I you know, our season got canceled, and I want to coach somewhere." We haven't gotten that yet. I'm sure that's the case though, because honestly, Rob, especially in the game of baseball, you know this, you can't have very many assistant coaches on your staff. Some of them are volunteers. Some of them aren't. So these guys are looking to make. They got to make money. They got to. They got to yeah. make a living. So it wouldn't shock me if that's happening across the country in summer league baseball. I just think that uh, if if I'm a head coach, like say for the College of Charleston, the Citadel, or, or even South Carolina and the Gamecocks, I, I would I would try to get my graduate assistants, my film coordinators, all that. I would try to get them to go to summer league ball to uh, maybe go and possibly learn something from somebody else. That just kind of makes sense to me, but maybe I'm outside of the box on that. Well, and I think, too, I think uh, for a lot of folks, and I I won't speak and say this is how everybody feels, but a lot of people say, you know, you say, oh, summer league ball, and they think like high school. When in actuality, uh, you you got the Cape, you got the Northwoods, and, of course, here on the Coastal Plainly, we're talking about owners of teams who – used to run minor league organizations. I mean, perfect example right here in Lexington County, Bill Shanahan ran the you know Columbia Mets and then the Capital City Bombers and teams before that and teams after that. So uh, it is a with, very with, minor with league Mr. setup. Shanahan, I mean, he's, with Mr. Shanahan's friends with Hank Aaron. That, that's all we need. That's Correct. the only thing we need to put out there about Mr. Shanahan. He's friends with Hank Aaron. <laughs> that's all Correct. we need to know about Correct. his baseball acumen right there. Simple as Correct. that. Correct. So, yeah, actually, yeah. He actually is. That is very true. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. It's kind of funny when, uh, but that, that's the first thing I think of with Mr. Shanahan is he's friends with Hank Aaron. I'm such a Braves apologist. <laughs> I'm so yeah, well, that's, and that's okay. The true home run king. That's okay. Exactly. I don't, I don't acknowledge Barry Bonds as the home run king. People get mad at me no. for that. I, I don't. I, I just don't. I can, and I, I think about it. And I'm like, can you imagine Hank Aaron on steroids? That's that's what I tell people. Oh, Hank, Hank Hank Aaron on steroids. Think about that. He'd have hit a thousand home runs. I, I fully he believe that Absolutely. he would have hit a thousand home runs. Anyway, just I'm 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 throwing us all over the place today, and I am sorry for that, sir. But um, I do want to okay. talk. I do want to talk to you about. Uh, did we mention the plan the last time you were on, where everybody's talking about maybe they'll hold everybody up and have them in uh, Arizona to start the season? I see so many holes in that. There, there are holes in that. However, they're starting to back away from that plan. I, I think the big thing is you don't need to have a plan and promote it right away. You need to have a plan and just keep it close to the vest and then debut it when you, when you can and when it's pertinent. Um, Major League Baseball made a mistake there. However, Rob, I do like they would change the divisions for one year in that case. Yeah. Um, I'm actually okay with that. Um, I would like to see in the Braves division the Orioles – and the Marlins, those are the big two 
that I want to see. Get well, the Phillies and the Nationals out and ge- replace them. Geographically, you would have to have the, the Nationals. I mean, it should be the Orioles, the Nationals, the Braves, and the Marlins. That should be one division. Correct. That just makes geographical sense, right? And I guess the Mets. You can put the Mets in there, too. I'm not, I don't acknowledge the Mets. Once again, I'm a Braves homer. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I tell you what though, uh, I want to pivot to football for just a moment. There, there's been talk of possibly a a football being moved to the spring, as far as the college football set goes. Um, today, up in um, up in Clemson, Dan Radakovich spoke with uh, the Mickey Plyler show and said that one thing that happens when you do that is that if you have the season start in February and the playoffs are in June, what happens in April? The NFL draft. So in theory, you could could have these guys basically going through what goes on during the baseball season. Right, and I think the big thing, Rob, I don't don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but college campuses across the country, including USC, has already canceled on-campus summer classes. Right. So the earliest folks are going to be able to get back on campus is mid-August. And if they choose to not do that either, you know, we, we can't send football players who aren't getting paid back on campus because they're different. Um, spring football I'd be okay with, and you're right. It would overlap with the NFL draft, and then if they do get drafted, the playoffs are after that. How many of them sit out of the playoffs because they're already drafted to a team? If the team drafts them, do they then hold the rights over that player? I mean, it's a whole you know, litany of issues that we're going to get into, you know, should we play football in the spring? Um, I would assume, though, college football would not experience the same fate as the last two spring football leagues that we've had come and go um, in the last year and a half. Um, I think it's. I think I just, that's apples to grapes comparing the, the, those correct. two things. You know what I'm saying? Correct, correct. And, I, you know, I think we're going to have college football where it, just everyone who's listening, deep breath, hoosah, It'll be okay. We'll have college football. It just, you're right. It might be, I won't even say spring. I might say it might be October when it kicks off and goes to February of some sort. You might shorten the season a little bit, maybe go down to 11 or 10 games. Um, You know, I I think all options are on the table right now for the the NCAA. And I think another big thing too, Rob, who makes that decision? The NCAA, the conferences, the states that the teams are in. I mean, who gets the final say in what they do? It's, it's a lot of different groups have to come together to make a good decision. Exactly, and and it may come down to the conferences looking at them and being like, "Well, this is what we want to do," and and each conference right. can be completely different. And you've got where some coaches are going against what their school is saying. Remember with uh, Mike Gundy last week where he said, hey, I'm, I'm planning on my guys getting back in here May 5th or whatever date it was, and then going from there. And the school was like, uh, no, that's not, we're going to follow yeah. what the CDC says. So I think we need to get, I, I hate to use the term everybody in a room, but we need to get everybody in a Zoom. And that means that the, the big decision makers, which are the athletic directors, the head of the NCAA, put them all in a nice big Zoom and let them figure it out, of course, uh, doing right. the social distancing that we need to do. But I, I said this last week, we need to have a plan. 
Okay, and, I, and, right. and they don't need to tell it. You, as you said before, you can hold it close to your vest a little bit, but have a plan so that we can we can act, okay? If this happens by June 15th, then X happens here. If we have to wait until July 15th for easier testing or more flattening of the curve, then we go with Y motion. But, I mean, having a set plan makes the most sense to me, and I think that's what we need right. just, just overall instead of just, okay, we're just going to sit here. I, I think I yeah, think people need to get together and work and, and, and be leaders, and I think that's that's uh, what they need to do. Yeah, you can't fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to a pandemic. That's not quite how great business decisions are made. Um, so hopefully, you're right, hopefully we can get together and, and figure out a plan. Hopefully Major League Baseball is doing that, the NBA is doing that. I think the NFL needs to be watching closely, and I'm sure they are. I'm just glad the draft's going to go on as planned. I want to see this virtual draft, how it goes. Um, Have you heard? Like you know, Ro- Roger Goodell is going to announce the 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 picks from his house. That, that, so who's that, who's going to boo him? His kids? Uh, well, I hope so. If I were his kid, I'd boo him. <laughs> but that's just me. I mean, even if you don't like Roger, if you like Roger Goodell, you have to boo him. Every commissioner gets booed. If you're not getting booed, you're not doing your job correctly, in my opinion. David Stern was the right. best with that with the NBA. He loved it. He loved when he walked oh. out on stage and they would boo him. It was great. I'm just glad. I'm just glad we're going to get a draft. Just I was worried for a while there we weren't going to get one, and some teams some teams need it more than others. So I'm just glad we're getting a some sense of normalcy in so, sport here in the next week or so. Well, we're going to have the WNBA draft on Friday night. Some people will get into that. The number one overall pick should come from uh, Oregon, and then they'll move their way down from there. Yeah. Okay. Listen, careful. Some people who are coaches might be listening here and might take that as a shot. Um, no, I'm just interested to see how high Ty Harris goes, you know, and the the number one finishing South Carolina Gamecocks against the presumed national champion Oregon Ducks. Where does Sabrina Ionescu go? And I think that'll be interesting too. Was that a shot at me? I'm not bashing Don Staley's team. Are you out of your mind? It's actually more, actually more of a, actually more of a shot at the other side. But oh, it's okay, Rob. Okay, all right. Maybe I'm not picking up on it. So, did you watch the <laughs> NBA horse competition the other night? No, I refused. I knew it was going to be a train wreck. Um, it was awesome. It was watch, funny. I don't want. I don't want to watch people play horse through their computer. I, I, I just, I just don't want to do that. I would rather go out and play horse myself. Well, that that leads, that leads into my next question. If we put together an, an iHeart horse competition and we had myself, uh, Gary David from WVOC, Christopher Thompson from WVOC, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk, Tim Frisbee, and Teddy Hefner, and yourself, who would come out on top? Oh, I'm in, but I'm putting all the money on Pops, man. Oh, I'll take Pops down first round. Pop, Pops ain't going to do I'm, that. I don't know. He's that's not even sneaky good. I mean, he's just. I mean, he's posting pictures. He's in the gym all the time. Are you kidding me? It's not. It's not about. It's it's about trick shots. It's not about being in shape. We're not running marathons. Did I? Did I? Did you mention Toph at all? That's why I have Toph in it too. I think Toph. I think Toph is the two seed. Pops is going to be the one seed. I'm the four seed. I think that's where I'm at. I, I would put. I'll take the lowest seed number you got and be a Cinderella. There you go with that. that. All right, final thing before we get out of here today, and I want to ask you about, uh, because I didn't get your opinion on this, the Caesars released their uh, over and under numbers for the SEC and the ACC. A couple of SEC numbers I wanted to throw at you really quick here. Uh, Alabama, they've got the tie projected at 10.5. Are you taking taking the over or under on that? Mm. 
take the over. I'll say they get eleven. Uh, I think I think that's that's a that's a solid pick there. Florida at ten. Oh gosh. Um, Florida's schedule is a joke, by the way. Oh yeah. So. Tough, uh, uh, right? I'll go slight under at nine and a half. Oof. I got Florida winning out, but uh, Georgia at ten. I'm taking the under there because I think Kirby Smart's a fraud. Under because I sort of agree with you, but also they're in a major rebuild mm. or reload. Reload. Yep. Okay. Texas A&M at nine and a half. Mm. I give under you these. Because Texas A&M, they'll finish eight and four. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that too. LSU at nine. I'm going push. Yeah, you know what? I'll go push on that too. I'll go push. I think nine. Nine's a good. Nine's a good number. I think that defense will be just as good, but the offense, obviously, without Joe Burrow and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, it's going to take a step back. Uh, Kentucky at seven. Push. And South Carolina at five and a half. Did you, oh, hear, did you hear that number? Uh, I, when I first heard that, I was under. like, oh yeah, under. it's going to be tough. Under. Well, under five. Hopefully, we'll be able to have a football season where uh, we can see if some of these numbers come out. They also have Missouri at five. That's interesting too, with uh, Eli Drinkwitz up there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Their 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 schedule, by the way, is also trash. There are a lot of trash schedules in the SEC. By the way, I know everybody leans uh, on the well, SEC and says that it's so awesome, but when you look at some of the schedules, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not that good. You're right. It's not that good. Not that good. All right. Well, I know that you've got to get back to work doing your thing for the Lexington County Blowfish. I look forward to chatting with you later on, man, as we uh, get through this pandemic together. Yeah, sure thing. By the way, quick note about this pandemic. Uh, Parents, if your kids, obviously, they're not in school right now. If you need them to be reading the Blowfish, we've launched Blowy's Online Reading Challenge. Uh, Read four books through the challenge, and you get two tickets to a Blowfish game. You get a, a blowy, snowy snow cone. You get entered to win a replica jersey, and you get a game of speed pitch when our season kicks off. So if you want to enter your child into that, it's unlimited number of kids. You can be in it. Go to goblowfish.com. You'll see it. It's right there on the home page. Enter your child. Register them today. Read four books, and you get two blowfish tickets. What's the age on that? Uh, we're, we're shooting for the elementary age, so 4K up to fifth grade. All right, cool. Well, I will get my uh, I'll get my daughter on that quickly because she loves some blowfish baseball and she loves the fireworks. Yeah. That's a big thing with her That's too. A, don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> Justin Hall from the fifth quarter post game show on the Lexington County Blowfish. Justin, thank you for putting up with my ADD self today and how I'm all over the place. I appreciate it as oh, always. Not- not a problem. I have missed it dearly since football season. Have a good one, Rob. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Justin Hall from the Fifth Quarter Postgame Show. We appreciate him. Uh, I like the idea of the Blowfish reading plan. Of course, uh, go to their website and figure that out. Uh, he had some interesting thoughts, too, on baseball and having having a set plan. Um, yeah, I, I think that's where we need to go. I talked about that last week. Let's just – we. I'm not, uh, I'm not one of these people who say that we shouldn't take this virus seriously, but you know what we can do in when we're quarantined at our houses? We can make plans. And if one plan doesn't work, guess what? We have another plan. We should be planning a lot. Simple as that. You can overly plan. That's fine. You can do that in your house. You can get together with your buddies on Zoom or Microsoft meetings or whatever. 
perfect example. We have what seven stations in this building. All of our all of our radio jocks and all of that, they're working from home. Simple as that. Our sales team hasn't stepped foot in the building since March, what, 10th, 12th, whatever it was. But you know what? They're working from home. I think that people need to do the same kind of thing when it comes to planning your sports stuff. If they expect people to teach their kids at home, which that's happening a lot, shout out to my friend Jess who posted that her daughter wants to change schools. <laughs> She's tired of, uh, of hearing the, uh, of the teacher that she has at her home school right now, which is kind of funny. But I think planning is the big, big thing here. And I think we need a lot more of that. And that way, when we hit the ground, we're hitting the ground running. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832. We'll talk about what Dan Radakovich said today in a little bit. And we got a lot more for you. You're listening to The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to The Rundown here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Quick segment here as uh, I went a little too long with uh, Justin Hall from the fifth quarter postgame show. That's okay, though. We'll catch up in a moment. But it's great to have Justin on with us. Talk a little bit about some baseball and what's coming up. That's kind of where we are now. Everything seems to be on, uh, you know, on hold. What can we do here? What can we do there? Some folks think we may have a football season in the spring. We come back, we're going to talk about that. Will that work? Can we move everything into the spring? Think about this. If we decide that we're moving college football into the spring, that puts a heck of a lot of pressure on the NFL. If they're going to do college football in the spring, why would the NFL play their games in, in the fall as well? Could we have the NFL moving their games into the spring? What what a mess this is uh this could be. I'm not making light of what's uh, what's going on. This has nothing to to do with uh how anything to do with the coronavirus as far as some people if you uh if you follow your Twitter and social media feed, there's still people that if you uh if you follow your Twitter and social media feed, there's still people that think it's not that big of a deal. I'm not necessarily in that boat. I am in the boat of um, I want things to be safe when people are able to go back into, quote, having the real world again. I want people to um, be able to have their jobs because there's lots of people that have put on been put on furlough. Lots of people that have just been let go. Lots of businesses are closing down. I mean. Uh, what was it, AMC Theaters it may, may end up closing down completely? Declaring bankruptcy? I mean, we may not have the movie theater. And I know some people are going to say, you know what, Rob? Movie theaters have been uh, kind of going down anyway. Yeah, I understand that, but maybe I'm a nostalgia-type guy. I like the idea of being able to go to a movie. 
but it's sometimes you, you get slapped in the face a little bit and it's all about getting back up I don't doubt our ability as Americans to get back up I don't that's why I don't talk a lot about I try to talk about what just the sports end of it and what you're doing to fill the void on it because that's that to me is more interesting than you know the coronavirus is killing tons of people there's a lot of people that it's affected I want to make sure, make sure people understand I'm not making light of that at all we come back we'll talk about the spring season in college football could that happen what are some of the ups and downs we'll go over that and a lot more in just a moment you are listening to the rundown this is Fox Sports Radio 1400 Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders here on Fox Sports Radio 1400, 803-978-1832. We're talking about spring football today. Not the normal kind of spring football, you know, where we talk about what South Carolina player could uh, make a big difference when it comes to the fall. No, we're talking about actually playing the game in the spring. It's one of the the things that has kind of been out there. Uh, Chris Fowler from ESPN did a whole Instagram post about it. Was it Instagram or Whatever, whatever in the world social media thing he was using. I, people, people put out things now like, oh, I put it on Twitter, I put it on Instagram, I put it on Twitch, I put it on uh, TikTok, whatever. Whatever social media form that Chris Fowler used, he put out there about this, saying that we could be playing in the spring. Clemson Athletic Director uh, Dan Radakovich said today on the Mickey Plyler Show, spring football brings a host of opportunities and challenges Like it or not, college football is tied to the NFL. The NFL has done this before in labor stoppages and playing shortened seasons and playing seven or eight games, playoffs in the Super Bowl, and then starting there next year. I think it would be very difficult, especially for the young men with NFL aspirations, to be playing a spring football league while the NFL is moving into their 2021 year. We can play. It may not be with the same people we're looking at playing with this fall because they could be looking at NFL opportunities because the NFL – would continue to march on basically what i take from that is is that you could make the argument that if they're going to play in the spring clemson theoretically could be playing without i would think their two biggest playmakers on offense with trevor lawrence and travis Etienne. why would you do that if especially you know travis Etienne coming back anyway some people are, could argue that that wasn't the absolute best career move for him. But do you think that he wants to play in the spring college league where, in theory, he's going to have to be drafted right in the middle of it? Can you imagine the mess that that would be? When are you going to have the combine? When is that all of that going to be? I mean, there's lots of questions out there, but just from the NFL front... If I were a player that was going into the uh, my senior year and I decided to come back, I don't know if I'd want to play or not. I really don't. But that's one of the things that is out there. Could that happen? And if it does go into a spring session, do you think we're going to have players that are like, you know what, I don't want to play? 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to join us here on the rundown 
on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Interesting comments there from Coach Dan Radakovich. Do you think players will opt out? I mean, let's say, and I mentioned this yesterday, if you have players that, or if you have the season in the spring, it ends in May or June, then you got to get right back up into it and go at it in August Ugh, for the next season because you want to get back on you want to get back on par with everything. You're just starting late because of the coronavirus. I think that's a lot asking a lot of a player, in my opinion. Playing an awful lot of football in one spot. Do you think certain players may say, you know what, I'm not going to do it? The the first two that come off my head right now are ETN and Lawrence. Does it make sense for them to play if they're if the league is moved up to the spring? You may not have guys that want to do that. Think about it this way. You've got guys that skip the bowl uh, the bowl games once they're over so they have time to quote prepare for the NFL draft. Do you think they're not going to be per- trying to prepare if the draft is still in April of next season? Or are they going to use this as an opportunity to get more tape? Could be that too. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to talk about the potential for having a spring football season. Then it comes down to this. If they're doing that, it, it chain reacts on the other sports. If, if the NCAA says, yeah, we're not doing anything until the spring, then do you think Major League Baseball is going to put themselves out there? I don't think so. It could be a chain reaction. The first one to jump, it's like a game of chicken. The first one to jump, then everybody else is going to react. And if the NCAA goes first and says, you know what? We're going to make sure that everything is good in the spring and we're going to play in, say, February, then all of the other leagues are going to look at that and be like, huh, maybe that's what I should do. Now think about this, too. If you do start them in February, think about the, we're going to have a huge sports void until then. The NFL may still try to do their stuff, but in February... You're going to have college basketball right in the heart of conference season, right towards the end of conference season, to be honest with you. Teams getting ready for the uh, NCAA tournament or the NIT or what have you. You're also going to have college baseball getting underway. And theoretically, the major leagues, they start sending their guys down there for uh, spring training. You'll have all of that going on at once, in addition to college football season kicking off Theoretically, if they played a spring league, it'll be sports overload. They'll have, you know, they they talk about ESPN eight, the Ocho. On the Ocho, they'll be playing, you know, insert crazy matchup here. Every network in the world will have tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of comment of content. You won't be able to fit everything in. In the spring, you know, when you're normally watching like Clemson softball, Clemson basket, or Clemson baseball, or Gamecock softball, or Gamecock uh, sand volleyball, you can catch some of that on the SEC network. No, you're not going to catch any of that. Everything's going to be football, basketball, the big money producing sports. All of that is what is going to be uh, put out there. And a lot of the smaller, uh, and I I don't want to, I guess, non revenue sports. I, I, people get upset when I say that, but that's that's what they are. 
I think the only two sports that really draw across the country are football and basketball, men's basketball. Across the country, don't get upset with me, Gamecock fans. I'm sure I'll catch grief on that at Rob Sounds Good. Well, Rob doesn't like women's basketball, whereas I love women's basketball. I used to go to the Colonial Center when uh, Jocelyn Penn and all those guys were running around for Susan Walvius, and they were beating the snot out of people. So I love women's basketball just as much as I like the men's game. But as far as drawing money across the board, it just doesn't happen. Yes, the women's team will sell out, but the reality is is that the men's team makes more money. And that's what's going to be put on TV, and that's what's going to be have the huge spotlight. So if you want to talk about the possibility of a spring league, we'll take those calls at 803-978-1832. I'm sure that uh, if you're a Clemson fan, you don't want to hear this because you're thinking, man, could the last game that I watched Trevor Lawrence play be that debacle in the national championship game? Because that game was kind of a debacle. That's not the last look you want of, of Trevor Lawrence in a Clemson jersey. That's not the last look that you want in the uh, for the uh, through the eyes of uh, Travis Etienne. You don't want to see that. You want everything to be like it is right now, but you may not have that if you get the spring game. Julie wants to know, not baseball. I don't think that college baseball draws the money that across the country it just doesn't it may draw around in the southern states but it's just not the huge revenue producer that college basketball is 803-978-1832-803-978-1832 the idea of a spring football league not league a spring football season starting in january ending in june 803-978-1832 803-978-1832 get your opinions in with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here on the rundown, I think if you have to do it, it's going to work. Uh, people will watch. Yes. People will be all over it. In certain parts of the world, though, in February, it's still snowing like crazy. Can you imagine playing in the Big Ten in February? Uh-uh. Not feeling that. Then you're going to have probably problems with the heat come May and June in the south, where it's 90 degrees outside all the time. I don't know. Lots of things to think about and work out there if we're going to have a spring league. 803-978-1832. Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk will take over at 4 o'clock for me this afternoon. If you want to check him out, he's got everything you need to know, not just about Clemson, but about everything. Check out Lawton Swan from 4 to 6. And Teddy Hefner is back on the air from 9 to noon, broadcasting from his living room, ladies and gentlemen. He lays it all out for you in his living room up in Ballantyne. God bless Teddy Hefner and the, and the 9 to noon show. Be sure to check him out every day right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Final segment of the rundown coming up in just a moment. Welcome back to the rundown. 
I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for checking us out here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. I am on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. Thanks to the folks watching on Facebook Live as well. It's kind of like a chat room within the show. Of course, you can make your opinions known on the phones at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. You know, I mentioned people having plans. Gus Malzahn says that on Outside the Lines uh, today, he said, as a staff, we've looked at a couple of different scenarios as far as how they're going to prepare for the season. We've looked at June 1st, June 15th, July 1st, and July 15th comeback. What would that entail? What would we need to get our guys physically and mentally ready? How much practice time would we need? And all of that. I mean, that's, that's important. So he's at least making plans. Now, what I, what I hope the NCAA does is I hope that the NCAA comes out with their own set and I'm, I, don't, I want it to be an even playing field across the board. I don't want it to be like where one school can set their own stuff or one conference can set their own stuff and then they can make up things as they go that makes it easier for them, etc. The NCAA, if they're going to be the governing body of college athletics, they need to set up a plan that works for everybody. If they don't, you're going to have people like Gus Malzahn that are going to plan out what they want to do. And if you're not going to give them a plan, they're just going to do it. If you're not going to be a leader, they're just going to lead themselves. And that's what's happening here. And Coach Gundy at Oklahoma State is doing the same thing. And I assure you, most coaches around the country are setting up their own stuff. Now, the NCAA is going to, I would hope, come out with their own thing. And then you're going to have a lot of pushback from a lot of these coaches that were like, well, I plan this, I plan that. You know, if you're going to be a leader, people are not going to be happy with you. That's just the way that it is. But you have to be there to make sure things are fair. And I think that's going to be the big thing. Now, as far as the spring football league or the spring football season, I don't know if that's going to work or not. If the NCAA is considering that, they need to put out the, the stuff now. 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. You know, there is speculation brewing about college football playoff expansion. This is interesting. You know, last week, the stadium's Brett McMurphy pulled 100 athletic directors. 88% support um, expanding the field from four teams. You know, if the coronavirus, though, continues to do what it's doing... Maybe one of the ways that financially some of these, uh, the NCAA can recover is expanding the playoff. Yahoo's, Yahoo's Pete Thamel reports the timeline could be escalated. They're, they're set, set through 2026. Maybe they can bump it up a little bit and get it going sooner. Thamel's comments, why on the, finan- on the financial fallout from COVID-19 will end up as the trigger for the college football playoff expansion? What would a new system look like and be worth? Why is the sentiment changing and when would it happen? You know, it's interesting to think about that because that's one way that people could, uh, around the NCAA, make up for some of the windfall that they lost with uh, the NCAA tournament, etc. And by the way, one other note too. People that are paying for 
as part of their cable package. I was thinking about this the other day. You know, you pay a good piece of your cable package for ESPN, but that's everyone, whether or not you watch ESPN or not. A perfect example is, um, you know, I I would venture to say uh, there's a lady that lives next door to me that's in her 80s that probably never watches ESPN. She's probably watching like AMC and whatever news network she's looking at and maybe the Lifetime channel so she can watch the Golden Girls. People that are like that, they don't like the fact that they have to pay so much for ESPN anyway. You think they're not going to complain now that they don't even have the opportunity to watch it if they want to? I think that's going to happen, too. It's going to affect the way that your cable is going to, uh, your cable prices. Unless you're one of those folks like Lawton Swan who's cut the cord. Lawton will tell you all about cutting the cord. He was up in his attic uh, wiring the, the, uh, the, the antenna for his, his local channels and all that. Yeah, send him a message about that this afternoon. He'll, he'll be happy to tell you about how he cut the cord. It's kind of funny. All right, we'll take calls on the Spring Football League. We'll take calls on the possible playoff expansion at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to join us on the rundown this afternoon, as we move along here on Fox Sports Radio 1400, of course, around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Appreciate the folks um, downloading the podcast too which you can uh, download pretty much wherever you want anytime you want through your iphone however you want to listen to the show it is right there for you by the way a note came out earlier today that was interesting steve pierce the winner of the 2018 world series mvp with the uh, boston red sox and former south carolina product has retired Yep, he has decided that he is not going to play anymore. He told that uh, story today on WEEI, I think is the station, up in uh, Boston. And he is uh, calling it quits after 13 seasons, career batting average of 254, 91 homers, 303 RBIs. But, uh, of course, great time that he spent with the Gamecocks from 2004 and 2005 just a great player 346 21 homers 70 rbis for the gamecocks as a junior 10th round draft choice by the red Sox. did not sign returned to south carolina for his senior season 2005 he had 358 21 homers 68 rbis drafted by the pirates in the eighth round of the 2005 draft and of course, was lights out outstanding in the uh, the World Series against the Dodgers in 2018. So there you go. Sometimes it's good to know when to hang them up, man. You always want to hang them up before uh, they come to you and tell you you can't play anymore. I'm sure Pierce could have uh, had the opportunity to play somewhere at some point this season if he wanted to. All right, so. As I said, don't forget Teddy Hefner in the mornings. He's here from 9 to noon. He's got, of course, his full talking sports lineup. Um, It's some of the best stuff you'll listen to on the air every day. Get your morning going right. And if you're in quarantine, man, that's kind of the way to go. You can listen to Teddy and uh, and get yourself squared away. Then uh, catch Colin Coward from noon to 3, and then I take you from 3 to 4. And then Lawton Swan is the anchor 
if we were running the race, he would be the anchor right there as he takes you home in the afternoons from 4 to 6 o'clock. Uh, his website is ClemsonSportsTalk.com. He's always got great stuff up there. Go and check that out. That'll get you moving. Some of the stuff he puts up there on ClemsonSportsTalk.com. If you want to uh, follow some of the Clemson stuff, the headline story there today, Clemson, a family tradition, decades in the making. So that is uh, by one of his writers, Tyrese Ingram. Go and check that out. Also, you can uh, download his podcast, Lawton Swan Yesterday, had Clemson coach Monty Lee on his show. So you can uh, go and uh, catch some of that. So good stuff there with uh, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. My podcast for this show will be up at about 5 o'clock today. You can go and uh, download that. There's several great interviews that we've done. Um, we've had a lot of different interviews with the uh, as we've dealt with the coronavirus, including uh, Sam Smith from the Jordan Rules. You know, he, he wrote the Jordan Rules, and it's funny because I've been watching, rewatching some of ESPN's 30 for 30, and the 30 for 30 on the uh, Jordan Road the Bus, where the one season he played with the Birmingham Barons. Yeah. One of the guys that's like doing a, a piece in that uh, in that episode is Sam Smith, and he's talking about uh, Jordan going to the uh, to the Birmingham Barons. He was on our show like a week or two ago. You can check out his interview and all the stuff that he talked about with Michael Jordan. Also, Michael Bisbing was on the show, the uh, former UFC champion. He talked about everything from uh, losing an eye in a fight. Can't imagine that, and. Uh, the coronavirus in general. So you can uh, check that out. And we had Coach uh, Wade Phillips on. Of course, the former coach of the Dallas Cowboys. You can go and check that out as well. Not to mention, we had um, our own football voice, Coach Eric Wilson, breaking down some X's and O's, what you need to know if we're going to have um, a suspended season, a season that goes into the spring. We talked about all that with Coach Eric Wilson. All those interviews are up on the podcast you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on the website, foxsportsradio1400.com. My name is Rob Sanders. I'm on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. We'll be back at it tomorrow. This is The Rundown on Fox Sports Radio 1400. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.